Hey, good afternoon, guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Bexon, uh, coming to you live from Costa Rica. Well, not live, I suppose it's recorded, but as, as live as it could be. Uh, today, we've got a very interesting podcast. Uh, we will actually be talking to Lao Head, who's the International Sales Director for Vacasa. For anybody that doesn't know Vacasa, um, it's, it's one of the world's leading property management companies, has been here in Costa Rica for five years. Uh, and has the largest portfolio of basically uh, management uh, of properties here in this country. They also operate in Mexico, Belize, Canada, and the USA. Um, and they recently went public under the ticket symbol V for Victor, C for Charlie, S for Sierra, A for Alpha. That's VCSA. Uh, so it's going to be a very interesting one. We've never had a uh, representative of a public company here, so this should be pretty interesting. And I know Vacasa has been aggressively sweeping up uh, properties here in the country, um, especially kind of in the more, uh, you know, I would suppose developed areas like Tamarindo, Flamingo, Coco, Papagayo area, Jaco, Mount Antonio. Um, so again, it's, it's going to be really interesting to figure out kind of what their special source is and also for any future people out there that are looking for good property management companies, uh, there could be an option for you. Um, so remember, if you have any questions that you want to ask future guests or you want to get in contact with me, quite a few people are starting to contact me about relocating here, investing in property, what to do, what not to do, and me kind of helping them out. Uh, this week, I'm actually out with a couple of people that listen to the podcast, helping them find a piece of property in the Southern Zone. Uh, again, just to be clear, I'm not a realtor. I actually help people find what it is that they're looking for uh, and kind of work for them. Um, you can email me info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Let's get straight into it. Good afternoon, Lau. How are you doing? Spectacular, man. Thanks for having me. Not at all. It's an absolute uh, pleasure for us to have you on the podcast here. I never thought I'd be uh, talking with someone that's actually usually we're dealing with kind of realtors or developers or architects, not someone that works for a now publicly traded company. So thanks for coming on board. Yeah, I, I, I can't even believe that I'm working for a publicly traded company <laughs> while I'm sitting in Costa Rica, you know, <laughs> would have never imagined it 16 wow. years ago. Today, 16 years ago was the day I came on vacation. Wow. Well, good for you, man. Good for you. I'm glad things have worked out. And I think it's a testament to anyone that's looking to move and live here and get residency and work, you know, that hard work does pay off. So, and there are good jobs there. For sure. And they're, they're needed. People, yep. they, this country needs help with people yep. that want to work. 100%, 100%. Well, I mean, the last 18 months have been a hell of a whirlwind. Uh, it's been pretty crazy out there. And I'm sure for you guys on the rental front, um, and also with the uh, with the IPO that you guys just had last Tuesday as well. I mean, you guys must be just absolutely running around like headless chickens or organized headless chickens. But over the past six months, I mean, what's really surprised you? And are there any trends that you're seeing? I mean, I don't know if it's really a surprise. It's just the market's changing, right? Like these last minute bookings are blow my mind still when I see them, right? When someone's in an airport and messaging you at four o'clock in the afternoon and they're renting a five bedroom house for a thousand dollars a night to check in that night. Yep. Right. I've been in this game for 10 years. That was never happening before. Right. Um, and then just the, the demand that we're getting from local business, right. In Costa Rica, it's, it saved us through all yep. this. And, and it's still there. It's still there as well. Right. It's huge. I mean, I mean, we're in Hako is one of our markets. I mean, every single week, I mean, wow. every weekend's pretty much sold out. I mean, we've stayed in occupancy rate above 50 percent all year. Wow. Well, I mean, that's that's great for returns for your uh, for your renters, you know, for your homeowners. I mean, I just 
touching on that Tico, you know, on the local market here is, you know, I'm, I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, I'm developing a, a property in San Gerardo de Ota. And people are like, why there? And I'm like, Tico market is strong and willing to pay in those areas. Yep. You know, no, it's, 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 it was, I tell everyone two years ago when all this started, we hit that first, we, everything closed down and then we opened back up. And that first September, yep. we made money. Yep. In September. Yep. September is like the month where you're oh, going, well. am I going to eat? Like I'm eating top ramen. Like how am I going to yep. make it through September and October? And we actually made money in September and we did it again last year, which is. Well, I mean, I think that everyone's, you know, even hotels, the whole tourism industry is saying that they are making money, you know, in a low season, the low season, you know, I don't know what that's going to look like going forwards. I think it might be somewhat here to stay a little bit. Uh, I don't know whether the demand is going to be as strong, you know, as it has been probably over the last couple of years, just because I think maybe we had that pent up, you know, demand. But uh, again, time will tell. If there's one thing that I know, Lau, it's that I know nothing. Yeah. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, you guys have been, I mean, growing rapidly since, you know, you, the founding of Vicasa in 2009. Uh, I mean, you know, and I'm always, you know, concerned when companies, you know, even my own, I even saw it in my own company when they started to really kind of, we started to grow very rapidly. I mean, how do you make sure that the experience and the quality of like the, you know, the guests stay, stay the same throughout all properties? Yeah, it's, it's having core values, right? And then how you're hiring people. Like I don't, I've never believed in a manual, like how to do customer service, yep. right? You hire people that know how to treat people right, right? And then you empower those people to be able to make decisions, right? And have we gone through rocky roads over this last 12 years of different philosophies on how to handle guests and how to handle owners? Are we focused on owners? Are we focused on guests? Are we focused on the employees? What do you do focus on? Now with this new team that we have that's taken us public, man, we're focused on all cylinders. Right. It's beautiful. We're putting energy and money into all three of the facets. And when you put money into the team members, into the owners and into the guests, that's how you can win. Well, and I'm sure that, you know, I mean, as you guys continue to grow and I mean, one of the great things about having an IPO is that, you know, usually is there's an injection of cash into a business, you know, that's allowed you guys to even strengthen those, you know, those, those, all of those facets that you were talking about there. Um, I mean, I mean, what services do you guys offer to homeowners? Just to kind of give us an idea of Vacasa, I mean, you know, you get, you know, you guys have been in the market for quite a while here. I mean, about five years in Costa Rica, right? Five years in Costa Rica. I mean, what services do you guys offer for homeowners? And like, how do you go about differentiating yourselves? Yeah, I mean, we're a full service property management company, right? We don't charge any kind of monthly fees to the homeowners, right? We're a commission based only. Wow. Right? And we, then we don't do long-term contracts. So either it works or it doesn't work, right? If we don't like you, we can get rid of you. If you don't like us, we you can get rid of us that quick, right? So I think that's one of the biggest differentiators with us. Um, our rate algorithm, our property management software is all internal. So yep. we control all the tech, right? So we have our own owner apps. We have our own guest apps. We have our own um, dynamic pricing that's also being overseen by a data analyst, right? Yep. From Harvard or Princeton. Or, I mean, the, we have some of the most talented people on our team. It's blows my mind sometimes. Well, I mean, I, I suppose, I mean, it's again, you guys are kind of the uh, 500 pound gorilla now, you know, especially within Costa Rica. And I think that you guys are only getting bigger and bigger and that's probably what's going to, you know, continue to happen. But I mean, what challenges do you think the future holds for you guys in, you know, over the next coming years? Yeah, I think the hardest thing um, for us is to continue to, like you said in the beginning, how do we continue to care and provide that service on scale? Yeah. Right, as you continue to grow fast. Um, 
we're continuing to invest in the technology side of it, right? And and keep local teams, right? So we really focus on local teams. A lot of people go, well, you guys are a US-based company. How are you gonna be taking care of the people in Costa Rica? Well, because our whole operation team is here, yep. right? And they're really good at operations, but they're not accountants, they're not marketers, right? They're not tech guys, yep. right? And when you go to these normal mom and pops, they're relying on some third-party software, they're the CEO of the company. They're the chief everything officer. Yep. Right. They're cleaning units and all that. We have everybody specialized in their departments and they're really focused. So I think with any business, as you scale, it's how do you, how do you adapt to each one of the markets, right? Like Fortuna, we got to operate differently than we do in Hako, right? Dominical, you got, so how do you create a cookie cutter, scalable business in the vacation rental space, right? That's the... That's yeah. the challenge for everybody that's trying to scale these businesses right now, the vacation rental space, because we're not the hotel, right? You don't get to just go clean the hotel room the exact same way every time. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, there really is no company that has done all of Costa Rica uh, when it comes to property management. There may be a couple that tried. I remember me, Brown in the days, tried and, you know, kind of fell on their face. Um, you know, and there have been a couple of others that tried, but I can't think of anyone that does the whole country and does it well, just because, again, every area is so... You know, you have to have your own team in there and you have to have the volume in each area and the specialization of, you know, each area, um, you know, and that's probably the difficulty of it. But it sounds like you guys have kind of been able to jump over that hurdle and have, you know, a team in each area. That's the key is we, we focus on that operational team and focus on leading that team and Vacasa is taking care of all the rest for us. Yeah. Right. Driving the traffic and giving us all the tools. Right. So we, we don't have to do all the roles. Right. I mean, what are the areas that are busiest for you guys for rentals? I mean, is it the typical places or are there any other areas that you're seeing starting to see develop, develop, you know, development in? The reason I ask is because a lot of people that look to that listen to this podcast are usually investing or developing stuff in Costa Rica. And they're constantly asking me, hey, Rich, you know, where are the markets kind of developing? Which are the developed? You know, everyone knows Tamarindo, Hako, Manuel Antonio. But like, what are the other areas that are seeing, you know, a little bit of growth? Yeah, I mean, anything that's a single family home yep. with a swimming pool. Yep. Is in huge demand right now. You start increasing bedrooms, right? Like you can put it anywhere almost in the country, it seems like nowadays. If you got four or five bedrooms, like or six, seven bedrooms, and it's anywhere here that has any kind of view, whether it's just looking at the side of a mountain or an ocean or yep. and it has a nice pool, I it's gonna sell out. That's interesting you say that because, again, you know, I look at a lot of the data and, you know, it's 80% or like anywhere between 70 to 80% of all properties have three rooms or less. So, you know, I always say to people, look, if you can be in that rarefied air of four, five, six, seven, I mean, we've got an eight bedroom home and like no one touches us really in Papagayo and it's full all the time that like the more bedrooms that you have, the more nightly rates you get, and the more you're not so much in the red ocean of everyone attacking each other, but in the blue ocean where there's not that much competition. No, it's, and we, we do something really cool that we do with these condos is we're combining them. So oh, they wow. have doors sitting next to each other. So we have two, three bedrooms. We call it a six bedroom. Yep. Right. And then we don't sell it unless it's less than 60 days. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we sell it as a six bedroom, right. For the Christmases and the new years. Cause when people search, they're yep. searching by people. Correct. Right. They don't think the search for two, three bedrooms in the same building. Like yep. some savvy people do, but that's not usually not your normal search criteria. Yeah. Right. And we've done really, really well with, with doing that to help our owners gain more revenue. 
that's smart. I mean, I had one of my sales guys this morning, Tara, she just was like, hey, Rich, I need a 15-bedroom home in Costa Rica. Where do you suggest? And I'm like, there aren't that many 15-bedroom homes, but I'm sure you could find a seven and eight. And, we, and she did find a seven and eight in Tamarindo, you know, and kind of put them together and they were very close to each other. But again, I mean, that would be my advice for anyone that's out there. I mean, it's add as many rooms as you can, um, you know, and I think the pool is vital as well, Lyle. Yeah, swimming pool is the key. I mean, the difference of a two-bedroom with a swimming pool and without like the two bedroom without not even gonna rent. Yeah. I mean, let's just talk about the IPO. I mean, again, you guys went public last week. Um, I mean, what do you think homeowners, current ones, and also people looking to potentially kind of become, you know, have you guys properly manage? Interesting, the property management that you guys don't charge a fixed fee because I've never heard of that model before. I think it's very smart, um, you know, because again, that's a quick a way to kind of entice people on board to kind of, there's no entry cost, if that makes sense. There's no recurring entry cost. You know, whereas typically, you know, it's anywhere from 150, you know, all the way up to thousands of dollars. But, you know, what can homeowners do you think they can expect from now on? Um, and, you know, what do you foresee changing? I mean, just better, um, better tech is really yeah. what's coming down the road, right? Just better tech, better service, more specialization, right? Like combination of not only having our local operation team, you got someone you can talk to about finances in the U.S., right? Speaks your language. Yep. Right? Whatever language you speak, we have someone there that can speak. Also, we're getting a lot of owners that have property in Colorado or California or Florida. They have a property here. They have one owner portal. Yep. They can go in and see everything in there. They got an owner app. They can sit there and block off their dates. Um, and then we're doing really cool stuff on the back end of the owner's portal where an owner books their place. We tell them how much revenue that they could have made if they didn't book. And maybe you want to book it on this weekend instead yep. or on these dates. Right. So we're trying to really educate their our owners on how they can maximize our their revenue. Um, so yeah, I don't see a lot changing other than better service, right? That's what I that's why I'm here still. That's why I'm still promoting and loving this business. The majority of my owners that signed up with us five years ago, they're still here, right? They haven't left. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just thinking over here because I'm about I'm like, wow, you're about to potentially eat Airbnb's uh, you know, breakfast. The only reason Never. I well, I, I say that, but I mean, I'm you know, Airbnb rents and you guys rent as well, but you guys have gone even deeper. I mean, you guys have your fingers in the properties, you know, Airbnb doesn't have that. Uh, and maybe this is a subject that we don't want to touch on, but I'm like, huh, you know, it gets my mind well, I mean, when I start thinking about this. They're a partner of ours, right? Okay. It's no different than Marriott, right? Marriott yeah, Hotel, yeah. right? They manage assets for people, yeah. like a, on a large investment sale. We manage assets for individuals. Yep. Right. So then we use these third parties, even your company, right, as, as someone who will book places for us. So, I mean, Airbnb is a great partner of ours. Right. We're directly connected to them. BRBO, Expedia Group, Booking Holdings, Google, even the Marriott International. So all these are partners of ours. Now, ultimately, do we all everybody wants to get direct bookings? Yeah. Well, everyone competes, though. Right. I mean, that's, right? just, so, that's just normal. That's just normal. And we have a great platform. I mean, Bacasa.com's platform is super simple to book yeah. on. I mean, I've we get it. tons of bookings on the app. Um, I mean, we're seeing 20, over 20% of our bookings locally come directly from the platform, which is awesome. That's a differentiator for us. So, um, yeah, I don't see us ever competing with Airbnb, 5 million plus units. Right? Yeah, like, I, I, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I think everybody kind of, you know, I think it sometimes is, you know, people when they work in the same space, even if there is some form of competition, you know, a little bit, I mean, that's good for everyone, you know, because again, as I always say, when the tide rises, all boats rise. 
Um, you know, and I think at this circumstances, again, I mean, if big players can kind of come together, you know, it's going to rise the tide and then everyone's going to do well. So I, I just want to jump back to your, your, your point there on the actual rental revenue when owners use it. I mean, I think that that's something that people need to understand. I mean, if you're using it over Christmas, January, February, March and Easter period, I mean, any weeks that you're really using it in that period, you know, and probably in July and August as well, uh, you know, I mean, you really are eating into your rental returns. So I think it's important to show people that because, again, if you could come, I mean, instead of coming in like March or over Christmas, can you come in January where the demand is maybe not so high as Christmas and, you know, March, you know, you could save yourself, basically you could pay for your trip. No, like the 4th to the 16th of January. Yes, yes. Right, you know that week. Yep. Everybody thinks January is like this big, no, it dies right after New Year's until Martin Luther King Day. Yep. Right. It's a sweet time to come and use use your property or the yep. week before Christmas. Weather yep. is still the same. Less traffic, less stuff like those are always things I'm trying to educate people. Yeah, I leave to Dominical this week and I'm fine. But then the next week, I mean, when I cast for a couple of days and I'm like, oh, God, like being up there like 20, 21st, 22nd. I mean, just seeing that traffic around Tamarindo, you know, Wackus area. I'm like, oh, my God, like they have traffic yeah. now that you sit in for 30 minutes sometimes. No, yeah, don't don't go on Friday into Tamarindo. Yeah, or go out the back way. I always go out yeah. the back way via Via Real, but but anyway, I mean, I think it's. I mean, you guys are in a very interesting position. You know, I think we're. You know, it's it's. I spend a lot of time out there with you know realtors, developers, people buying land, etc. And I think the interesting thing is, you know, that there's not tons of you know supply out there at the moment, but what there is supply of is land. Um, you know, and we get a lot of land coming on, on online now, you know, people are starting to look at that and also build. Um, I mean, for those people that are looking, you know, to build, what advice would you give to them, you know, about layout and amenities? You know, we've mentioned some rooms here, you know, room size and also pool. But I mean, what other advice would you give to people? I mean, if you can have king size bed and in suites, yep. you're always going to do better there. Make sure the kitchen opens up out into the, so it's indoor, outdoor. Right. Yep. Give yourself the indoor outdoor while you're here in Costa Rica, right? You want the high ceilings, you want the flow of air to be in there. That's going to help you with electricity cost, right? You, you know, the more flow that you have in there, then the less times people are just sitting there cranking on your AC because that can kill you here. You know, you can have a thousand dollar AC bill before you know it. Um, yeah, we're good and we'll help people. We'll help developers and stuff like that with giving them rental projections to show them what based on the market what you could actually um, rent your property out for. And like you said, the difference between a three and a four bedroom can be, that extra bedroom can be 40% more in revenue. Yeah, I mean, especially when all those rooms, you know, I always, my advice to people is if you can build all king size beds on king size rooms, on suite, all the same, because, you know, I mean, nobody wants the dud room, dude. I mean, I, for some particular reason, I always end up with a dud room. Um, you know, <laughs> everyone pays the same amount, but like, you know, one couple or two couples are never happy because, you know, someone else got the master suite. They should all be master suites. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it depends on like, so we have people, we have owners that like are family oriented, right? So they build stuff with bunk beds and stuff like yeah. that. Usually those units don't do the same revenue, Yep. right? Because you're catering to a family where there's one person paying the bill. Yep. Versus to a group of couples and things like that, then you have multiple people paying the bill and you can usually get more revenue. But it, everybody's, it's what they want, right? Like whenever I, I was selling real estate in the past or when I get a new owner, it's like, build this out how you want it. Make it your own unique property. That's yeah. the cool thing about vacation rentals. Yep. People want to stay in someone's house. Yes, they do. Right? Make it your, add your flavor to it. Add the games that you play to it. Add the toys that you like to do and let the people use it, let them pay for it so that you can come use it. 
Yep. Right. Don't overthink it. Right. Like whatever you want in that house, put in there, put in the great coffee maker. If you love coffee with the grinder and everything, and you know, do those things that you like. Um, and don't be worried that it's going to break or anything like that. Cause barely I mean, anything breaks in these units. True. True. I mean, with, again, with moving parts, I think you just need to understand that, of, you know, the more moving parts that you have, or the, you know, it's stuff's going to break and it always is. You just need to be aware of that. I mean, for anyone that's kind of looking to come on board with you guys, I mean, are there any requirements of the properties that you guys require? Like it must have high speed internet, like, you know, you know, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, all the basics, right? Like it needs to be, we have a standard list of product that we want in there. We try to keep everybody in our sheets and towels and, and bedding. So there's consistency across the board there. Um, digital door locks is something that we're launching next year. We just put out a release. We're going to, we have our own internal um, digital door lock system. That's also going to be connected to a Wi-Fi router um, and then also a noise notifier. So we're yep. going to outfit all of our properties next year in 2022 with that with that, we're going to pay the cost of that because it's a benefit for us and the owner. Um, but yeah, she, there's not really, if it can rent and it doesn't uh, stress us out operationally, we want to tap every all market from yeah. the $30 rental to the $3,000 a night rental. Like we want to be able to touch everybody. Is there some areas of Costa Rica that you guys would like to have more rentals in? Um, every market that we're in. We're, we're, we don't have, I mean, we're less than 10% market share in most of our markets, right? Wow. Like the sweet spot is where in 30%, right? 30, 40%. That's when you can start controlling price and kind of bring price up as a whole where you're not competing with each other over price, yep. right? Yep. We've seen in our markets. Um, I mean, you think about it in the US, I mean, we're only, we're less than 2% market share in the whole US. We're the largest. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're ready. We're ready for growth everywhere. Right now. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, talking, if you inherited five, this is my last question. I like to ask yep. everyone. I mean, if you inherited $500,000 and had to invest in a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it and why? So if it's purely for money reasons, right? Yep. 100%, 100% money reason you want to be passive well, and you want to do yeah, anything let's do else. Let's do two ones. Let's do like... Okay. Let's do like pure money reasons. And then let's do kind of like the, where you like, where you would kind of, you know, invest. I mean, for me, it's like the pure money. It's just hard money. You just loan the money out. Yep. Right. Find, find an asset, find a house, find a guy who's building the house, loan him 50%, 30%, make 10 to 15% income on it. And yep. Flex your check. And if he doesn't pay, you have it in a trust, you transfer it back over to yourself, you got your realtor, you flip it. Yep. You know, make it super easy. That is the painless way to, to invest in Costa Rica. Now, the next way to make money that takes work is buying a piece of land and developing, right? Is building, right? Or buying a piece of land and, and bringing in a builder inside of a community. There you're going to see some margin as well, where you can either flip the house right? And see a nice 20 to 30% gain, or you can rent it out where you're going to see a lot better ROI, right? If you go in small community, Ocean View home, $100,000, put another 350, 400 into it, right? You're at a half million dollar house. You got a 400, you got a $500,000 house that's going to generate more than $50,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Four bedroom and you'll do well, but that's building the house here is not fun. Right. Even with the best people, 
even with the best i always say that to people i'm like look you better be ready for stress <laughs> things are not going to move as quickly uh yeah it's it's very relaxed but again what you end up with is something that you want yeah. you know uh and it's it's it looks and feels exactly as the way that you want it as well so so yeah but, but it's definitely not as inexpensive as the numbers that you hear Right. When you put the whole thing together, when you start adding in all the architectural fees, you put in the landscape, you put the pool in, you put the furniture, you know, you hear this $100 a square foot, you're not building anything for $100 a square foot. I had someone the other day tell me that they, they, they built something out by Turo Bares out here at home. And he was like, yeah, it's, it was really expensive for square meter. And I was like, how much was it? It was like $800. And I'm like, what? That's like really cheap. I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I haven't furnished it yet. I haven't put the ceramic in. I was like, oh, okay, okay. What about the pool? He's like, no, I haven't put the pool in yet. I was like, well, you just wait. Cabinets. Yes. <laughs> Cabinets. Yes. You know, so. Uh, well, Lyle, this has been amazing. Um, you know, I'm going to put the contact details for Vacasa in, uh, in the, all in the description below for anybody that's out there that has a rental home or that has one coming online that wants to talk to you guys. I think it's great to actually just chat with you, get some rental projections as well. Uh, again, you guys have access to tons of data there. So I'll put all that, all the details there. And Lyle, it's been a pleasure to speak to you, sir. Yeah, yeah thank you. And you guys... All you listeners, if you guys, like I said, if anyone wants any rental projections or, you know, just advice on, on Costa Rica in general, I love this country. I've been here for 16 years. Uh, I like seeing people come here and be successful, right? And too many times people come to this country and make bad decisions because they didn't talk to enough people, Yep. right? They talked to the first person that spoke English and yep. they didn't get asked all the right questions. And the next thing you know, they're calling us to try to help them get out of a situation. So Talk to lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing how people will make a couple of hundred thousand dollar investments so quickly, dude. <laughs> so quickly. You know, you know. They, they forget where they're at. They leave yeah. their car open and in the middle of town with all their stuff in it, wonder why it all disappeared. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but again, anyone that's interested in investing in Vacasa as well, uh, their ticker symbol is VCSA. That's V for Victor, C for Charlie, S for Sierra, A for Alpha, VCSA. Lal, it's been a pleasure, and uh, I'm sure that we'll get you on uh, in a couple more podcasts. Sounds like a good deal to me. Have a great day, man. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that podcast with Lyle there from Vacasa. As you can see, those guys have a bit of a different model when it comes to property management. Uh, they're not charging uh, a fixed fee month plus also uh, commissions. Uh, you know, they're just charging a commission amount. I believe it's anywhere from like 20 to 30%, uh, but you can reach out to them and get a bit more uh, information from there. You know, there was some great information on there for anyone that's looking to develop properties. Um, or also, you know, I mean, if anyone's got a rental unit and would like to see how much they could potentially make with Vacasa, reach out to them. Uh, again, these guys just went public. So I'm sure they've had a huge injection of funds into their business. So they're only going to grow. Um, you know, they're 2% of the US market, 10% of the Costa Rica market. And I think that 10% will grow very, very quickly. Um, but anyway, again, anyone needs any help with anything, wants me to look at something or wants any advice, quite a few of you are starting to reach out. Um, you can email me info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com or just type in Richard Bexon into Google. Uh, there aren't that many Richard Bexons in the world. Um, you can just type in Richard Bexon Costa Rica and find me. Um, and again, all of Lyle, all of the CASA's contact details are in the description below. Um, and I look forward to doing many more uh, podcasts for you guys. Appreciate it and have a good one. Thank you.